welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Tuesday, June 8th. Our apologies for missing the last few days. We were checking out the madness in Miami, but it is great to be back. We saw the major indices close just off all-time highs while crypto cascades lower. What's been moving the markets as of late? We got another pretty strong day out of the market today. Like you said, it's our first pod since last Thursday, which ended up being an important day in the market regarding the short-term price movements. Thursday was the dip that ended up getting swallowed up by bulls, and we've been climbing higher ever since. Small caps are breaking out. NASDAQ, three straight positive days. We're seeing money move back into the more risk-on parts of the market, which traders have loved. The value names have taken a backseat to things like tech and biotechs the past few sessions. We got a Jolt's jobs report this morning, and this number has been pretty important. We spoke about the jobless claims and ADP employment numbers last week and how they pointed to this great economic recovery with huge payroll numbers along with decreasing jobless claims. But the last one of these Jolt's jobs reports showed a record high 8.1 million jobs available on the market, which indicates people aren't willing to take on things like hospitality roles while unemployment benefits are so easily attainable. So all eyes on this number today, and we got another record reading of a available jobs on the market, 9.3 million jobs out there. We were looking for 8 million here and got over nine. The fact remains that workers aren't taking the hospitality and leisure jobs out there. These businesses are having a tough time finding workers to fill open roles. So this definitely could be why we've seen the shift away from value names into tech and growth stocks. Signaling the recovery isn't going as well as numbers first showed. Still a lot of cracks under the hood, but we'll keep an eye on these employment numbers for signs on the recovery. The Colonial Pipeline was a trending topic a few weeks back as criminal hacking group called DarkSide took control. This caused gas shortages all over the East Coast until a ransom in Bitcoin was paid by the FBI. Now the FBI announced that it recovered the crypto. How does this news affect Bitcoin? So the Department of Justice had a press conference just to spike the ball last night. They were able to recover the 64 Bitcoins they paid the hackers. They announced how they turned the tables on DarkSide, and this ended up being awful for Bitcoin as it sent prices down another 10%. Bitcoin is supposed to be decentralized and unable to be touched or controlled by governments, but the Department of Justice proved that is not the case when they got their ransom back. We talk about all the time how price drives narrative. Now Bitcoin's off its highs around 50%, and it just seems like every piece of news you hearing it lately is negative. If we think back just a couple months ago, it seemed like every piece of news was overly positive as the crypto markets were making new highs nearly every day. Bitcoin is pressing on an inflection point here near 30,000 and El Salvador announced that it's making the crypto a legal tender. How does this news fit into the picture and what are you watching for as Bitcoin bounces in this area? So I think if this was a couple months ago, this news would be across every major headline, but it's definitely big news that El Salvador is becoming the first sovereign nation on the planet to recognize Bitcoin as legal tender. President Bukele made a surprise appearance at the Bitcoin conference down in Miami. I guess he was partying with you, Riley, down there. And he announced the move the country was making. He even switched the Twitter pick to laser eyes because, of course. But over 50% of El Salvadorians are unbanked and remittances from overseas account for more than 20% of the country's GDP, meaning banking fees are astronomical. It can take days before this money is available. So those, these remittances via Bitcoin would be instant and the fees would be microscopic, solving both of these issues. It would be huge 
huge if we saw other countries follow in its footsteps. Brazil, Argentina, Paraguay, Panama, and Nicaragua are a few other countries with similar banking issues. So definitely big news for Bitcoin. But again, it did not end up being a catalyst that drove prices higher. As for the inflection point you mentioned, this 30K is a big spot in my eyes. My thinking is it either holds this 30K area, leads to a big bounce, or it fails this area and continues to drop as it goes back into one of those bear market cycles it's done after these huge upside runs like we've seen in the past. Clover Health was up 85% as Chamath's SPAC was the trending ticker of the day. The stock was down more than 65% off its January high, but what had it break out to blue skies today? So Clover was one of the hottest stocks to begin the year until Hindenburg Research put out a hit piece saying they misled investors and the stock's been under pressure ever since. SPACs as a whole were the hottest equities in the past year and have largely fallen out of favor in the past couple of months as we've seen most of these names around 50% off their highs. Well, looks like it just became the newest target of the Reddit crowd as today's action was solely just a short squeeze. Nothing has materially changed in the company, just had a huge short float and we're seeing investors pile into call options left and right, which is just adding to the short squeeze. People are speculating it could get added to the Russell 2000 small cap index, which is always a positive catalyst for a newer company, but we haven't had any indications of that other than raw speculation. Just another massive short squeeze we're seeing here. All righty, Shake. Well, that's a wrap for today. GameStop drops earnings tomorrow after the bell, but we'll be back after hours. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.